Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I'm your boy, Dre, here with the rest of the Rando gang, and we are ready to bring y'all a very interesting episode. It's, it's going to be Hot Topics with the Rando gang. How y'all been this week? Good. It's been just another interesting work week, but outside of that, everything has been pretty good. I feel like every week is the same. I know this, I know this sounds bad, but ever since this pandemic, every week is the same. Like, you just have an up to week, down week, but it's just all, it's like one long week. I feel you. I have had, I feel like 2022 has not started off on the good foot. It's 20, it's 2022. You know what I mean? Like, T O O. Like, oh, I I feel like, you know, people are like, oh, February, we're going to start over. And I'm like, no, it's still not going that well. But, you know. Remaining positive, keeping a smile on your face, making sure you are taking care of yourself. Uh, please note there are resources and services if you feel like you can't get through this, but we're all in it together. Dre, what about you? Look at D with some positivity for 2022. <laughs> use that. Use that. Dre going to drop the number at the end. <laughs> <laughs> use the EAP, baby. <laughs> use the EAP. Well, I'm. I've, I had a great week. I'm expecting an even greater week. I'm putting in a two weeks notice tomorrow. So, I hey. know. <laughs> congratulations! Congratulations! I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, but I always am when I do that. But I mean, Challenge. but it's good for me. <laughs> roll that. Oh. Roll that letter at them people. Don't. And keep it moving. But you know exactly. what they do? You know what they do? They be like trying to get you to stay and want to ask you why you leave. And why. Oh, baby, you're going to find no reasons. You're going to find out in this exit interview. No worries. The exit interview is going to be a tell all. <laughs> I love an exit interview. Yeah, man. Love it. Love an exit. And I love when I turn in that two weeks, too. Oh, just know it's coming. I don't think my company even cares because it really is a tell-all at my job and nobody has gotten fired or called in yet since the (laughs) (laughs) tell-alls. So I saw saw something interesting on on the shade room or either the baller alert this weekend. It was like, what is your favorite part of the chicken? Like when you eat chicken, what's your favorite part of the chicken? I like the breast. It'd be so dry. Somebody not kicking it right, Akeem. It's like, it's so dry. But, you know, I would say for me, being the ATL that I'm am, the Wang is so essential. <laughs> not the Wang. The Wang is so essential. But I like drums when they already cut up, though. But that's another story. <laughs> already cut up? What? You know, like, when you have the small, when you, when you already have, like, the wings that you get from, like, a wing shop. Not, like, a whole wing. Um, oh, and the drums separated. Yeah, so the wing type things. Yes, like oh, okay. I'm not a big chicken person. I am not a big chicken person. I like will occasionally eat chicken, but it is few and far between. I don't know. I I just like I don't know if y'all remember this, but AB talked about it. How people don't clean chicken and how they like <laughs> don't pluck all the feathers out, like. 
Ooh. And I see those trucks riding by with the chickens on the back, and they're still alive, and they're oh, and stop. The I'm sorry. And the, and the feather, and the feathers be flying off the top. Yay! <laughs> what? Thanks, D, for ruining my view. Oh my Tell, tell us where you're from without telling us where you're from, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all know y'all seen them, tru- them trucks. Don't try me. I've I seen them, and I've seen the ones with, like, the cages. Like, you can actually see the cages, and they look even worse. It'd be like, ooh. It's terrible. I can't. So, I struggle with chicken. I haven't seen one of those. Oh, I've seen so one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do look bad. What about seeing the cow in the pasture? That's okay. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> they are free. Look at me. They are free. Oh my god! Laying down this morning. <laughs> they look. They look, they look so peaceful and like they just really enjoying life. You know, every now and then they catch on top of each other out there. You know, they they just be living life. Wait, you seen cows on top of each other? Yes, child. Yes. Cows hey. reproduce. Yes. I, mean, see, I never seen them on top of each other. Maybe <laughs> up there. Oh. <laughs> what about you, AB? I know you knew about you. You knew about the eating chicken. Yeah, I just started eating chicken. It's the only meat I eat right now. But um, I would prefer. I love some wings. I'm like a king. I love some wings. Um, but I'll eat breasts. And can you just put some hot sauce on it, honey? It don't even matter. I always have to do that. You got to cook the breast like perfectly. It got to have some juice to it. You got to like not. (laughs) So for clarity points, I will eat my breast because I know how I like it. I need the clear juice coming out of it. I need, you know, I need it moist. But like, I don't like to go to restaurants. And if it says chicken breast on the menu, I will purposely not get it. I'm more inclined in a restaurant. If you have like thighs or dark meat, it's very hard to fuck up dark meat. So I'm more inclined to eat dark meat out at a restaurant versus like uh, a breast because the breasts always come out dry. Do it in the instant pot and you got a perfect breast every time. Well, could that pressure cook is going to keep it moist. Uh, it's going to keep it moist. <laughs> what you got in uh, your rent of the week, King? My rent of the week should not be a surprise to the niggas out there because the niggas out there don't know who it's about. Oh. I'm sorry. That really <laughs> Oh, whoa. <laughs> That was a pre. That was a uh, a prerequisite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to uh, Joe Rogan, I had to do a little backstory on him because I was like, "Who is this, and why are we canceling him?" But I'm like uh, Kevin on the stage. Uh, you can't cancel nobody that you don't know nothing about. But uh, Joe Rogan is a comedian, podcaster, actor, U- UFC voiceover person. But he is apparently Spotify's largest. Uh, podcaster on their platform he produces the most uh listeners on their platform i want to say it's like 11 million people listen to any given of his episodes a week um but for pre-pandemic has been hopping on his podcast um calling people nigger uh with the er um this is no one of color saying this um has said i think the article i saw over 20 times on his podcast and no one has called him out it took what is a rock legend, Neil Young, and a, a group of people to get on. And Neil said he wants to pull off his, uh, he wants his content pulled off Spotify because simply Joe Rogan was spreading misinformation about the COVID-19 vaccine. So that's why he wanted to pull it off. And uh, he got a group of other artists to pull theirs off. 
Uh, but then India Ari has also, what a queen, by the way, also came behind and said, no, you know, that and, you know, he's using nigger all like this and that it needs to be, she's pulling her music off of it. And it was just inappropriate. Uh, I don't understand how Spotify let somebody just kind of get on here and just say this most of the time. I actually don't know how this flew under the radar for so long. Well, so let's play let's play the compilation because the the twenty ones was a compilation over twelve years, and this is this is the compilation. Yeah. Uh, you've already said n- d is just like n- 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 she's calling you a n- this boy that he's a n- and starts calling them n- word. N- there should be a word like n- especially like the word n- that's our n- he's I a n- and then starts saying about to use the word n- the word so in that compilation alone over 12 years that's 20 times he said the word nigger and so he is like akeem says he has a contract with spotify a hundred million dollar contract and so spotify they were basically is like hey we can we at first they were like we're not gonna edit his stuff because we don't edit the rapper stuff you know but mm-hmm. there's a difference between him and the rappers you know the rappers they put their content there he actually has a contract with this with this company yeah i think india said it best she said you know they paid them point point three on the dollar so what is that point three point oh oh three point oh oh three you're right point oh oh three for to stream one song but he has that type of contract to say what he says and spread the misinformation on his podcast and he essentially gets paid more than artists do directly by spotify so they they have pulled. I think they pulled some of his episodes. That um, I think last count so, was up, up to seventy. Uh, at I read uh, on Forbes. I believe actually, I think they pulled actually over one hundred and sixty eight of them now of what I just okay. read. But they said like they're saying that it was his choice to pull it. It was a joint effort. Blase, blase. I was like, the damage is done. I was actually kind of more shocked to realize that he was the host of Fear Factor, and I used to watch Fear Factor when I was growing up, so I was kind of really disappointed. Oh, that's who that is. The guy with the dark hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, he ain't got no hair now. He ain't got that, no. That's what it took. I went, when, I was going on, when I went to go searching who he was, that's what came up on his uh, filmography. But but let's get into his apology, though, because not only has he said nigger so many times, he also compared a, a neighborhood, a black neighborhood in Philadelphia to the planet of the apes. And I think he also made some other uh, racist comments about uh, black people have a gene. Uh, I think he said something about we have an angry gene or something like that to that effect. So he went in, into this whole apology and he said that he used the N word. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not putting words in his mouth, but he used the N word basically. To, uh, instead of saying n-word he used he said nigger because he wanted to put some context to it and but he said whenever you're in a uh, situation where you have to say i'm not racist you fucked up and i clearly have fucked up that's what it basically what he said well i don't know about y'all because i can't speak for every black person but i'm pretty sure if anyone was ever telling me a story and they said n-word as opposed to saying nigger i understood i can understand loud and clear what they meant and understand the context in which they chose to use it but maybe that's just me no i think that's all of us because it even i mean amongst us there's not everyone who uses like uses it and you have to be respectful if somebody doesn't like that word using their presence i'm always very respectful using that you know if nobody likes to hear that i will say i apologize and i won't use it in their presence uh but you don't have to say the word to get the uh to get your point across i think he was doing it because nobody was stopping him 
Like nobody was saying anything, and he that's was because none of us listened to him. That's another thing because <laughs> I was like, so all I, I, eleven million of those people white, y'all. Come somebody, on, you somebody, need to tell somebody. Me as producers. This is not a, just a him problem. This is everybody is liable for this situation. He has producers, people who are in the room, who are thinking. Also, don't people get charged fines for certain things that they say on air? I mean, come on. He should, you know. I think I think podcasts you can say explicit content. You can, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why so, are some? Go ahead. But I, I was gonna say I just think this was something that was not reported back to the community. You know how stuff go on, and we just it don't get reported back to you. So I know when I upload the podcast to Spotify, I see Joe Rogan. Like that's all you see is Joe Rogan. But I've never listened to Joe Rogan experience. So I wouldn't know what he said unless somebody else told me what he said. They advertise him a lot. I can't remember if it's I used to listen to a lot of serious radio when I first got my car because you know they give you the trial. I want to say serious radio <laughs> advertised the heck out of that man show. Never even knew what it was, what it was about, but I know that name, Rogan, because mm-hmm. of serious radio. That's right. crazy. And so with the with the COVID misinformation, so Spotify is saying now not just Joe Rogan's show, but every podcast that mentions COVID nineteen, they're gonna put a um a clarifier at the beginning because of the misinformation he was given. Because I think he was the one that took the the horse uh, dewormer when he got COVID. Uh, so you know, <laughs> that is that is the stupidest. Oh, wow. shit. Uh, what is that? Uh, I forgot the name of it. It's it's, a, it's got the last name side in it, so it's a killer. Like that's the stupidest shit. I, when people were doing it, I thought that was crazy. I mean, he apologized, but you know how I feel Ooh, about these people doing all these apologies. He apologized. He's only sorry that he got caught. Come and on, exactly. calling him out. He's not exactly. sorry that he did it and feel that he's and genuinely he's wrong. He's just sorry because he got caught up, and now it's affecting his coin. How do you get that comfortable uh, with saying it? Like, if you watch him in the clip in the compilation that we play, he's he is just, so it's casual. It's like it's so casual. Yeah, he's he doesn't like stutter. You know how like some white people they be like, let me. And then they say it, but he's just like, it just fly to his mouth. Like it's just a part of he everyday uses conversation. it regularly with mm-hmm. his friends and his homeboys and his family. Yeah. Yes. But you know what also is very sad? I was actually very stunned at Spotify. Um, I don't have Spotify. I don't use Spotify per se, but uh, I just kind of thought they would be kind of like an inclusive or kind of one of those more organizations. Like we're for everybody, you know, that we're trying to do the right thing for everybody. And I was just kind of very stunned at their response. Yeah, Spotify about they, them coins. They he right, making them money. They they, they show their colors. I, I'm not gonna lie, they show their colors to me. Did it But let somebody else do something and see how quick they take down everything associated with that person. Quick, exactly. Quick, exactly. But kudos to the musicians that were removing their music from Spotify's let, network. That's that's pretty bold. Let me go play brown skin on Apple Music real quick. <laughs> right. Run run all India music on all Apple. of it. Well, we're not going to have social media land this week because we got a lot of hot topics this week. I, I think the internet just exploded the first week of, of February. And so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to go ahead and jump on into Nick Cannon. And he's expecting his eighth child. <laughs> but he has always said he wanted to have a large family. So we got to we, we gotta give him that. But eight. 
um, and probably counting. <laughs> I think it's out of control. I think he even thinks it's out of control now because it's not just like you have a large family. You have a large, complicated family. And I don't care mm-hmm. what nobody say. When you start adding multiple people, co-parenting is not easy when you've been in love for 20 years. So how is it going to be easy when you having sex with someone because you enjoy their company? Like, I think you just have to really be conscious of where you are and people's feelings. You can't like emotions get involved. A child is involved. And then he had to like kind of backstep after he announced uh, that he was having the new baby because he wasn't being, you know, sensitive. Yeah, considerate of the other girl's feelings that she just lost her baby. It's, it kind of felt like, oh, my child is gone, and now you're quickly moving on to another <sighs> infant, right? Like, that's how it, it... I don't think that was his intent, right? I didn't think about it like that. But, like, it can come off like that, and you have to think about people are grieving, and grief affects people in different ways. Right, and oh. he even in his apology um, um, of how he handled it, he talked about how he struggled with the chronology of like my because he knew she was pregnant at the time Zen died, uh, but he didn't know how to share the information. And I, I I like that he took a step back and he was he said you know I I did I did wrong like he said I did wrong in sharing it you know I got five you know five baby mamas and you know I wasn't sensitive to her needs um so. I, I like that, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess he got money to take care of eight kids. I just don't understand. <laughs> I, about to, I, I, I have heard nobody complain. It's easier it? now because they are small. He's spreading himself pretty thin amongst many households many households and it's easier because they're small and you can just kind of drag them around or they don't (laughs) it's not like they're going to ask for him but once all these kids get to be like 10 or teenagers preteens i feel like this gonna hit a little bit different because they all gonna be needy and they all gonna have opinions and it's gonna weigh different on him than it does right now I was wondering that too. I was I was thinking when I read eight, I was like, what's the quality of the time that he's actually gonna spend with eight kids? Like, are they gonna get quality, not not quantity, but quality time with him? Um, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he got the money to make it happen though. So Yeah, I, I just think it's more than, than money. money. Yeah, it's more than money, it's emotional, it's like time, it's your presence, like you know, it, it takes a lot for you to raise a family and, and to be on the same page. Hopefully all the women are in a good place and they can lean on each other. Like, I hate to say this, but lean on each other so that the kids are connected and know each other. And so that there's not any animosity because of him. Because not it, it helps to have siblings to like it navigate doesn't... this situation. Not a, a Nick Cannon. I'm a Nick Cannon. Uh, I'm the mother of Nick Cannon's uh, support group. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like come on, like Akeem. We know who's not joining it though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but she lets her kids play. She like he has those kids. Uh, her two kids, and they are always in like the pictures when he has them all together mm-hmm. and participate. So I think while she may not herself be like kumbaya and. And sitting there, her nannies are. 
I'm just just imagine eight different Christmases, eight uh, different open houses, eight different birthdays, eight different like things that happen in order. Like school starts at the same time for majority of kids. Doing that eight different times at eight different schools possibly. Do these women at least live in the same city? Do they all live no, in New York? Absolutely but, not. I doubt but, it. But aren't some of them around the same age? So they may be in the same grade anyway. <laughs> the last ones are within like six months of each other. They're yeah. all, it's like quadruple. That's even worse when it comes to birthdays. Isn't that called, isn't that like Irish twins? Or Irish, it's like, yes, yeah. I, I just learned that. I just learned that phrase. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> we, we talked about that like two episodes ago, <laughs> and that's probably why I learned that phrase. Bro. <laughs> no, it's it's crazy. I and then he talked about celibacy now and how he's. I I think AB noted that it came from the therapist and it wasn't his idea, but like you. <laughs> Gotta I reevaluate need, your priorities. What's wrong with a vasectomy? I'm about to say, I think he needs a vasectomy. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with a vasectomy at this point? I don't get it. Just go ahead, snip, snip. I think he, en- I think he's okay with having these kids. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants. He, he want. He said he wanted a large family. I'm happy he's in therapy. He brought that yes. up. I'm very happy he's in therapy. Pretty sure there are some things that really need to be addressed for him. Also, right. we need to talk about workplace activity. Half of these women have been on Wild and Out, and <gasps> you know, you are basically using your show to recruit <laughs> baby mamas. Yes, <laughs> not a baby mama recruitment show. For I'm thing trying thing. to tell you, the last three or four have all been on that show. He so gonna end up being professional. A, you the boss of all these that people. Is, that is he gonna end up being me too, and then keep on. He he going right down that right. line. And those are just the ones that had children. We don't know about the other ones that come on didn't have kids or whatever. Right. Speaking of kids, uh, we got Rihanna and ASAP Rocky expecting their first child. They also revealed the news on the same day that DeBrat and her fiance Jessica Parker uh introduced that they are also expanding their family. What do y'all what do y'all takes on this cuz social media had a lot of memes with ASAP being the stay out dad. <laughs> I was really confused. Like I know people like men really have this thing for Rihanna and they're so upset that ASAP of all people. Oh my goodness. How could all she choose ASAP? Oh Lord. I don't know what's wrong with ASAP. I don't know. But anyway, like I thought it was weird how many people posted this pregnant stranger. Like it was just borderline <laughs> strange to me. She was on everybody's page. She is a pregnant stranger. Y'all posted this woman belly out on y'all. Y'all don't know that lady? Atlanta had a party. Atlanta had a pregnancy reveal party. I think that is so strange. Like, I don't understand people sometimes. I didn't get it. Like, I know we're excited. That's everybody fave or whoever. Then the Rihanna Hive, whatever it is. But I don't know. Some, Some things are weird to me. I, I think one. it's the I think it's the celebrity behind it. I mean, it's the same with when Beyonce said now she was pregnant. Like and that was you know, weird too. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I think the world just blows up when when their favorite celebrity announces pregnancy. And you know, I yeah, I didn't do that for Nikki. 
I really think the Brad and them wish they probably would have kept their announcement because they were getting a little traction and then boom. Rihanna popped up with that. But I, I, I don't think that they're. I think they're happy they having a baby. Somebody else having a baby, like them posting it, wasn't about how much attention we can get. I think they're yeah. just happy that For they sure. having a baby. Yeah. yeah, to share that. That's like me saying, like, oh, when I posted that I was pregnant, my friend posted she was pregnant, and now she getting all the attention. Now I wish I would have never posted it. I would never think that. Well, I saw something. Uh, it's funny. It's, I was, it's true, just laughter. But uh, I saw a post that said, Rihanna only said that she was pregnant and told y'all because, which it was true, she was at the game with Blue and Jay-Z at the Rams, um, the Rams 49er game when they were in the booth that Sunday before because she announced on Monday. They were together with Blue. They said, yeah, she had to announce them because Blue was going to go to school and tell everybody like she did Beyonce when Beyonce was pregnant with the twins and Blue went to school and told everybody that Beyonce was pregnant. So they was like, Rihanna going to have to go ahead and get ahead of the game because Blue was going to spill her tea. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. What was it this the guy? Okay, so, you know, no, nah, I'm not going to know. I don't know Ace Rock. Oh, I was about to say, Ace, wasn't this a The one that was locked up in Sweden? She was, they were friends, and then, you know, then they started dating. No, I but, thought they were dating previously, and they broke up, because isn't this the one who's, like, a sex addict? He, yes. Sex addict, sex addict, colorist, um, did not like dark women. Except has a lot of problematic things in his record that I think a lot of Rihanna fans do not like. However, because it is Rihanna, I think people look past but, but, but we can't, can't get, We can't get past this without talking about Drake though, because the social media said that Drake unfriended both of them at the. <laughs> Who cares? Like he has already had, he hid his child from the world. That man say he hid the world from his child. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it? What he did? <laughs> Say <laughs> like he hit the world from his child. He did not hide his child from the world. Speaking of children, we got an eight-year-old with a party bus that like broke Twitter. <laughs> I wish I could play the video. Have y'all all seen the video of the eight-year-old? Yes, and his party was probably more wild than most bachelorette and bachelor parties. His party was wilder than any party I ever had in my life. <laughs> Maybe this time we might have a party. So 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 let's just set the scene though. <laughs> so he had daiquiris. Did he have daiquiris? Had daiquiris? He had non-alcoholic mixed cocktails. Uh, yes, uh-huh. non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic bottles. wine. Yeah, bottles. Yeah, they had a party bus with a stripper pole with rap music playing. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, the only thing I think I will have a problem with is probably the stripper pole if it had a dancer on it. No, I think the whole video was problematic because you had these right. eight-year-olds acting like grown-ass yeah. men. Yeah. That, that, was not age-appropriate se- that was an age-appropriate scene. And oh. then like, they had money, like, throwing it, like, like throwing okay, money that's, around. That's, that's, that's inappropriate. You know, okay. I Okay, okay. I agree only with the mocktails. That's it. Even that is problematic. You can't drink it until is. 21. You don't want kids fantasize you know alcohol consumption can be you know you want people to yeah. let kids be kids so, allow them we had those pop, we had those powder <laughs> cigarettes yeah. when we were kids y'all remember them powder no, cigarettes I never, I never, <laughs> and that was a problem that. 
<laughs> but no, but I hear what you're saying, D, but like I'm of the mind of this. Like I think when a child, I think you as a as a parent should be the one that teaches your child these things. So at an appropriate age, like you can't have alcohol, but you know, this is an adult thing, so this is not something you do. And maybe like when you like seven, sixteen, seventeen, like you might can figure out what wine is, but with me, uh, but you're not about to get drunk. Uh, because you need to do that under adult. Like, you need to understand. They're eight. I think, I think I'm about to say the problem is that they're um, eight. <laughs> well, not eight. Well, I mean, not eight, but I'm saying, like, but it is the understanding of teaching your child, like, this is for adults. Um, you cannot have this. And then, you know, as you progress. You can teach you your kids that and explain that to them, but you don't turn around and then have a mock adult turn up for them. Because <laughs> right. I, 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 if you, if I don't know if you, because it was more than the video that was posted in our group chat. It was like two more videos of them, uh, and they were they were dancing. They were. Um, let me go back. To they were turned. Maybe, they were it, okay. So you know what? I think I know what you're talking about. And I think all I saw was a little boy dancing, and then I probably turned it off. No, yo, you should watch all three okay. of the videos on the Twitter feed. It, it was. So picture like the most turnt club in Atlanta with grown people and everything that grown people do and how they act, their mannerisms, everything, but with non-alcoholic beverages in a stripper pole. I think, but what's wrong with like bounce houses? They don't have those no more. They don't make them no more. Like they want to buy. No bounce house. <laughs> we have ultimate ninja party at my at my at my child party. It's gonna be ultimate ninja party. But. The party bus to me wasn't the issue. Kids could still have a party bus. They could still whatever happened to like age appropriate decor and age appropriate prizes and toys and candy and ice cream. That would have been more appropriate for the party Touché. bus. Touche without I don't the see anything pole. wrong with the party bus. Without the stripper pole. I wanna know who, <laughs> who plan who planned it? Like that that's that's my question. Like who who was like, oh, let's have the parents, the parents posted it. She said, I've got a party bus for my eight-year-old. And, and the turn up was real. Parents, other parents brought their kids to this party. See, this is what I would have cut up. I would have got there and I'd have been like, oh, no. We going home. <laughs> this I thought like you should have done. See, I'm wondering if everybody's mom knew. That was my question. Did uh-huh. everybody's mom know what was happening on that bus? How you don't know, though? You because my mom wouldn't... If my mom took me to a party and they dropped me off at the at the people's house, my mom not staying there for 45 minutes to see what else we're going to do. She's going to drop me off, talk to the parents, and leave. I think that some of the kids weren't into, in, into what they thought they were going like, to Some of them were like... <laughs> some of them were like, what? Going to the Hot Wheels racetrack. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> some of them were sitting in that video like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> like, my parents are gonna kill me. My, right. <laughs> so, so they even had the little eight-year-old, that birthday boy. He popped his bottle, and then he like poured oh. some in the cup. He drank it, and then he turned the bottle. I mean, I promise you, they watching too much TV. Yeah. How did they know to do these things? Yeah. Okay. No, that's that's too much. That now that's too much. I'm. What I was talking about earlier is you know like. Shirley Temple. Um, not <laughs> like Shirley Temple. Nah, they had daiquiris, Akeem. <laughs> With candy oh, on them. Gummy worms and you know the ones that people sell. What you know? Okay, devil's advocate. You know that's what they have at, um, what is that, Sugar Factory? 
The sugar factory has that. But those are adult drinks, though. No, no they, they have kid version. Oh, they have, they have like kid a dessert too. Like a like a dessert, like a yeah, slushy. the dessert, the slushy, yeah. But no, they have the, they, some of the drinks are the same without but, the alcohol. So, Akeem, let me tell you how that's different for me. If I go to dinner with my family. And I tell my kids they can have a virgin pina colada or a virgin strawberry daiquiri while we eat dinner. That's one thing. Okay, okay, that's the way that was on. Okay, we're on the same page now. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm about to I say agree. not a whole adult party. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna say let's go to the club after that. Right. Thank, you. Thank you. That that okay, we you rounded that out very well. Yep. We just need to let kids stay in the kids' place. This is a scary world that we live in, and kids are experiencing a lot of things. We don't need to rush things any more than they already rush. But they had they had them fresh haircuts though. Uh, I was like, they came ready to party. Uh, speaking of hair, we're talking about Summer Walker. <laughs> you mean Goro? Are y'all gonna leave that one? Summer cut her hair in the kitchen because all the if, I, I saw the picture, but you look in the background. Summer had did that in the kitchen, like London got her stressed out that bad. Mm. I thought she was a new man. Why is she worrying about she London? Is. She with a new man that she said she had. She claimed to be happy with. Okay, I got one question because I've seen this before. Now, is this ponytail, is this like one of them hairstyles that she let her hair down like you're not going to see the shaved part? No, it's shaved a lot more than that. It's a very tiny ponytail. It's a very... It's a goro ponytail. it's just like attachments? Like, oh, my God. It, it looked like dreads that they attached. Yeah, yeah. Your hair ain't that long. No shade. No, right. It wasn't at all. It was... My thing is where she said this was a style that she had been wanting. Did she, what she said for her whole life? Like, for her whole life. So first of all, back then we weren't shaving our heads like that. So when did you want that style? Because we didn't start shaving our heads until like maybe five to eight years ago. I, I just want someone to go get the help that she needs. Is she black? So you know, in certain <laughs> certain um, Indian cultures, they do shave um, the girl's head growing up. So I, I was like, I was trying not to like be. I was like, don't. What is she like? Is she Mm-mm. is she black? Is she culturally? Is she if she was Indian, she would have had it by now. Right. Hey, somebody said right. she looked like one of the monks that <laughs> <laughs> she looked like Goro from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> she does. Now that ponytail is very like it's very Goro. Goro, very yes. Goro. Yeah. It definitely looks like she did it herself. Yeah, it does. She, oh, she, she did do it herself. Throw a wig on it in a so, week and move on. She I will. I didn't I didn't know that was her, but then again, I think we've said this before. Summer Walker is somebody who can pass by me any day of the week. And she looked different to me every time I see her. So I can never, like, point her out. And she the did. sad part about it is when she first came out, I'm not saying she's ugly. When she first came out, she was so pretty. Such a pretty girl. So pretty. Girls Need Love too was a good a good era for some walkers. She looked good. I knew what she looked like. And then after Girls Need Love too, I don't know who she is. Just her music. Oh, every time I try to ride for her, she do something like this. Like, I'm just like <laughs> summer. Look, just 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 listen to the music and keep it going. Summer, summer, summer. This is it. This is the process to get to the music that we get from her. Okay. Uh, uh, well, speaking for somebody, I probably won't ride for again. It's Kanye. 
<laughs> you know, every time you did ride for him, um, <laughs> the, the first album. <laughs> oh, he, nobody no, remembers he, that. He, <laughs> that he, was was very I, he has a I, I, I had to depart from my Kanye ways at Life of Pablo. I might be the most, that's that's my last era of Kanye that I had to depart from. Well, Kanye took to social media this weekend. He was like, "Somebody give me some help," because. Because Kim got my daughter on TikTok and I want to get off. I'm just like, Kanye, at some point, you need to just go consult like an attorney. Why are you consulting so social media about the, the TikTok issue with your daughter? But it evolved over the last few days. And, you know, we got. <laughs> now she done, she done kidnapped the kids. He um, got a hit out on Kim. He got a hit out on Kim. This is getting ridiculous. But I also yeah. think that the challenge with this situation is. Kanye is dealing with mental and emotional instability, right? So we, we all can agree on that, right? The problem is that they want to control the narrative as well. And the only way Kanye, the power that Kanye uses is social media because he knows that it's going to get to them. You know how people you love know how to push them buttons? Point. That's an interesting point. Kanye is doing this in this manner because he knows that it messes with their image, their money, and would give him the most attention. Now, the most mature thing would be for him to go seek legal and beyond just legal advice, he need a therapist, right? Kanye ain't not about to do that. I actually what? felt for him. I actually felt for him when he posted the uh, his. Uh, I guess this was Instagram, and he says this is an example. Well, he was talking about Kim's cousin, blah blah blah. But then he went on and he talked about that the lady agreed with him that she would speak out publicly. And then he said, "My dad didn't have the money or a public voice when my mom destroyed me and his relationship. I do this for every parent on either side whose kids' futures are being one-sidedly controlled." So I think. He's speaking out from his heart about him not having a relationship with his father. I think this is a lot of his motivation behind what he's doing. Um, but he's speaking out to the wrong people. I think what you're saying is very, I think you're saying it's very nice. I think you're stretching it very far for me. Um, here's my take on this. Uh, you know it's bad. Like, I'm really on D's side here, what D said. But you know it's bad when you put this out on social media. I feel like it's backfired a little bit. Because social media is actually on Kim's side because Ye was crazy. But then he even he even says that in his post. He said, Y'all, y'all want to put me on medication. Y'all think I need medication. Y'all making me look crazy. But I think it is him and I never take over Kanye. But in this moment, I think it's him speaking out about him wanting to be in his kids' lives. And he yes. feels that she's she's holding him back, holding him from his kids. He is actually, I think he means well by what he's doing. I can't believe I'm saying this, but he is. I, I, I think he does i think the outcome he wants is that he wants to spend time with his kids i i can agree with that like he wants to be in his kids life and kanye is also a bit controlling i mean he is going to try to control the narrative and he understands that they have chris jenner who's going to maneuver and and get everything right on their side i do She's think because she got a man that she, she got a man that she has she getting that Oh my she was just moving in silence. That's all. 
that's that's exactly what she's doing. She's mo- moving behind the scenes and she's getting people to do what they need to do for her to make sure that Kim is okay. I just think is it's sad. I, overall, this is sad and it only hurts the kids. And I wish he could fight for them in a way that didn't put every all of their business out in the streets. But, but, but what do you, well, what do y'all think about the TikTok issue with the child being on TikTok? She should have like, been on the thirteen and under TikTok. That's a that parent, I, do agree. I think that's a parenting choice. If they were mature enough to have to where they could have that conversation and discuss what they would like for their child, it would be great. But that's on them. I can't tell them what to expose their child to or what's too much and what's not enough. But again, like D said, I mean, like you said, Dre said. He is expressing some very valid points and he is expressing himself in regards to the relationship he wants and he desires, but he's going about it the wrong way. He's talking to the wrong people, which is not going to be effective. And we know, like he said, they know how to play with each other. This is the stunt queen family that I've always talked about. They know (laughs) how to play chess on this internet. But again, it's only affecting them kids. When them kids get older, they have evidence to look back to say, Mama and Daddy really were batshit crazy. And, and Kanye said, he said, I brought the culture to this family. And he said, <laughs> he said, he said, they play like that with black men's lives, whether it's getting them free or getting them locked up. I'm not playing about my black children anymore. So he, he let them know. Oh, so he just he just not realized this when he was with Kim and wanted to get back with her. What about his black wife and his black children then? When he moved the house across the street. But here's the thing: I, I, mean, I, I understand this plan that this plan that stunt queen stuff. Because if he could, he would get back with that girl tomorrow. I'm just I would be a, I if I was Kim, I would be afraid to have Kanye alone with my children personally. To have what? Uh, I don't. That's a stretch of here. No, with with the way he's acting right now, think about it. sometimes the stuff. Kanye is bipolar, one off mid manic, and will go from one place to the next in a flip of a dime. Been a been a clean. Been a clinician. I I wouldn't say I would be afraid to allow him around my kids. Because but you don't know everything either. I, right, I meant to bring right. that up too. I would like for him to be stable. That right. is very important for him to be around his kids. Like, yeah, being a clinician, I wouldn't say just because of his diagnosis, uh, diagnosis and the way he's Pat, acting on social media, I would want him around his kid. But if he is being violent and and out of control, then yes. But not violent. But I'm not talking. So let's take the violent piece out of. It. Let's take the piece of the unpredictable nature and like let's say staying in stadiums randomly when he gets an album like it becomes about the album uh moving to wyoming uh, you want to stand but you moved you moved out of your out of your house with your family to he, wyoming he was doing that when they were together he was unstable but, when they were together but, but my point is, but she was there with the kids. I my can't point believe is, I'm taking off a I would, like this. <laughs> I would not want I would not want my children by themselves with Kanye. Now, if we had a trusted middle person, yes. But by themselves with Kanye in this manner, I would not. I think that's a little too far with the information we have. I think it's fair to say that we would want him to be stable with his that's children. That's fair. That's fair. That's, okay, yes. I want him to be stable with the kids. That's fair. That's fair. 
But what we're not taking into account is that they are actually doing what he said they're doing. Like, not allowing him to see his kids. Like, Kanye. And then she came at him about he's had three lawyers in the last three months or whatever the time length was. It's like, just because you get a lawyer doesn't mean you're going to get what you want in the situation. And most of the time it's about the best interest of the child, right? At, right. And the very heart of it is the best interest of the child. Someone may judge and rule that you are unstable and you can't be around your kids. And I'm sure that would drive him even crazier. So how do we, and, that, and that's also the system that has been read against black fathers nationwide in America, how do you go about navigating the system to be able to not only protect yourself, but to protect your interests and in being there for your children? But but I think somebody said something earlier, and to your point, D, somebody said something earlier about that the Kardashians and all of them, they're good at playing chess on the internet. And so they are literally playing him like because yes. they they are they know how he they know what buttons to push they to know make him look even more crazy yeah but then to another point watching Celebrity Big Brother Lamar Odom is on there and like <laughs> the, the first episode he goes and talk about how he won't Chloe he was with Chloe that's the one he was with yeah he was he was with I, Chloe I'm, I'm like are they, are they poisoning them or are they like putting like stuff in their drinks because this man like every single man he was like he was all- like spilling his heart out about this woman and I was like I I'm not watching this is here you talk about Chloe. Like, like I think they love hard on those men. I think that they like Chloe, this man was at a crack house. What well he was at a whorehouse. <laughs> well, he was at a <laughs> He was at a ranch. He was at a house. <laughs> he was at an upscale drug facility. Yeah, he, was, he, was a, he was at a house where there was, a, where there was drugs and, and whores. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna call it he a, was at all of the places, places D-Mention. It was an up, a upscale drug facility. All of the above. And he and shitted if in the bed on me, bro. took care of him, she's let Tristan cheat on her publicly and have multiple children on Like That's a mess. You you know, I, I feel like when they commit, they do commit. Like, Kim did put in time with Kanye. This wasn't like she was one and done. She stayed with him a couple months, and she, like, she has, you know, seen the climb, right? And I, I do think that they invest a lot of time, and they put on this persona of I'm going to ride for you. I'm going to be there. I'm going to do whatever I can for you. I'm not going to make too much noise while we're together. I'm going to let you do me in a kind of way. But then when I'm done, I'm done. I, I, I think the ideal situation with them would be get off social media. As Akeem mentioned earlier, have a mediator and, and work out the terms of this agreement. Overall, I, I just don't think Kanye should be asking social media for their opinion on <laughs> what he well, should that, do. Well, that too, and I, this is my last thing that we can like do whatever. But like yeah. they they've had one like so. Let's use uh, Chicago's birthday party, for instance. That was like the first incident I think that kind of blew up, where you know Kanye said that Kim won't tell me where my child's birthday party is. I'm trying to see it, but then you know it came out and said that they had agreed to have 
separate birthday parties. Again, I think it's the it's the chess game that they're playing. They are they are really baiting him, and he is like yeah. taking taking the bait. Speaking of control, tonight's conversation, uh, the podcast had a very interesting conversation about men controlling their wives. I'm going to play a clip, and then we'll we'll go into a discussion on that as well. If I had the preference, I would prefer to have full control over my wife. Full lady. control over like my wife. What is a If I had the preference, I would like to have full control. Just me as a person, I like having full control of all of my situations. 100% So, So if it was my preference, I would prefer to control her entirely, but I know it's not realistic. And I also know it's not right. That's the traditional part of me that I have to correct because the modernist in me is telling me that, hey, listen, she can do everything that you can do. You need to help her embrace those roles. So now as me getting into my modernist, I'm like, yo, listen, I I want you to do this. Now I'll tell you that I think you should do this. But if you do that, I'm not going to shame or scorn you for it or break up with you for it or be or be crazy depending on what it is his uh his subtlest mindset in terms of what he wants in a wife but he has to adapt to the times when the times are just influenced by social media the 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 woman you wanted you could have found 40 years ago but because the the woman has evolved into this you know, hyper-masculine feminine. Unfortunately, she's looking for Laura Winslow. She's not a looker and she's kind of stupid. He keeps saying, they keep referencing like modern versus traditional ways of thinking. I like to think that my grandparents are were very traditional, like typical Christian married couple and my granddad did not control my grandma whatsoever she didn't control him either but I don't think that that's like traditional tradition at all for a man to be controlling a woman on top of that like that lady said if you want somebody to control you can find you one right now and she gonna be stupid but have that and and I and I think we need to get outside of relationships as being power and control because I think that leads to like other issues such as domestic violence and things like that. What I, I view a relationship as a mutual partnership, like we both have mutual contributions in this, and so I don't. I I, I think I find what I find problematic is he said if I had the ideal situation, I would be able to control my wife. And so now I want to know, like, what's your motive? Like, what do you want her to do? Like, do you want her to do everything you say? Because I pictured immediately uh, coming to America when he was like, bark like a dog and and hop on one foot and she was doing that. Like, that's the first thing that I picture where he said that. And I'm just like, what woman? I I mean, I like, I I don't think I know any women that would would subscribe to a man controlling them, per se. Okay, yeah. So what it was is... I think men get uh, mixed up with controlling and leading. There's a difference. Okay. So when I, I've been taught the man is to lead, not to control. Now, if you're leading me, you're leading me to the water. You ain't going to control me and tell me to drink the water if I don't want to drink it. I was literally about to say, uh, that's why I asked, what is control and what does control mean? Because that is exactly what I was going to ask. I think people are confusing control with leadership. Like I have had, I have been in a partnership 
where someone said, you know, there has to be a leader in this relationship. And I think that leader should be me. And here are the following reasons why it should be me. Um, I didn't necessarily agree, but you know, that's so, but so I like the I, fact that you said you were in a partnership personally. That's what I like. Partnership. When I think of a relationship, I think of partnership. That's a that's that's my thing. Like we gotta be partners. What do y'all think about the woman leading? Like, is that a bad thing? It depends on what you want in a partner. Some men desire a woman that's a leader and some women desire to lead. So I think it all depends on your preference in your partnership. I'm going to say, yeah, because I, I know women who don't want to lead their their partnership or their relationship. They don't want to lead it, but they want to make sure that their uh, significant other leads them correctly. Yeah, you got to be qualified. Yeah, you got to be qualified. Yeah, that's a good way. You got you to be qualified. And you can't be a blind follower either. So right. like, you cannot. <laughs> but I, you cannot. I think there should be balance. And that's why I use the word partnerships in my relationships. Because I may be skilled or better in this area than you. And that means that in that during that time when we're doing these things, then I can be the leader. But if you are better experienced in this area... That's the time that you should lead and I should follow. I think things should ebb and flow. I should feel like I'm under a chokehold. Amen. And I always say, I don't want to be the mind behind this relationship. I don't want to be the one that can do everything because if I'm the one that doing everything, then I'm not growing and I'm all about growing. And I think my partner should help me grow and and show me things that I don't know or or we come together and we figure out how to do things together and and more effectively. Yeah, I I really thought that whole clip was problematic. (laughs) It's also when you have one person that's the mind behind everything, it's also problematic because what if I fall ill Mm. or something happens to me? I'm behind everything. We just gonna crumble. Mm -hmm. You don't know what to do. Yep. There is nothing sexier than learning from someone. I'm sorry. That is like something for me. Like it, it, it is so exciting to be able to learn from other people and be attracted to that. And I think sometimes we just take for granted that I want to tell you what to do. You need to go here. You need to check in with me when you go out. You need to, you can only go to work and then back home. You go to the grocery store, you get these things, right? Like it's, it's, is sometimes into these gender norms, but is very much so into I want to be able to know where you are and what you're doing at all times. And half of the time, they don't even want to tell you where they are. Exactly. And I'm all for what you're going to teach me today, baby, because I'm like... I I, I personally love watching my partner problem solve. Because that that shows me that like you're not totally dependent on me. I don't want anyone totally dependent on me. Like I like that you can depend on me to a degree, but I want you to be able to think for yourself. Like be able to like <laughs> like if if I'm not available, you can make a choice that will benefit the both of us. Like if we if we both have a big decision coming up and I just can't answer the phone or I'm unavailable, and I can trust you enough to say, hey. Whatever the choice that you make, then we're gonna ride with it. And it's gonna be the choice. Like that's that's what I view of a relationship. And if you know your partner, you shouldn't have to call them for every decision anyway. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, so some, somebody probably should have called their partner on this decision they made when they went to this paint and sip party. And, uh, well, I hope she was partnerless because she Not ended up. <laughs> she ain't got no partner. Because. Nah. Because if she wasn't partnerless, she's partnerless now because she decided to suck the the pink and sips trainer's penis. <laughs> trainer, are we really going to give them the title trainer? We're going to just go ahead and call it what it is. They were a model. They, I think they were supposed to be painting the men. They were. That's what you're supposed to do at paint and sips. I've that, never, that I've version of paint and sips, and there were never naked people. I said, I would take that version of paint. There, there was no naked people at my paint and sips. I think that's supposed to be called something else when they're like that because my paint and sips was definitely not that. It was bring your bottle of wine and your food from the public that's across the street, and we already have a pre drawn out stencil, and you're going to paint it with your print. Exactly. <laughs> now, I, I did see it on Marriage to Medicine where they had one similar to what the one that this woman was sucking on the man's penis. Like, they had one where, like, men were walking around naked and, like... They heavily get in trouble for that? Yes, heavily yes. got in trouble for that. Because <laughs> her man is traditional. Yes. He didn't prove of her doing that. And she, she, called, be, she, and she called him she, daddy. I'm about to say, she better not be making daddy mad. But she's a relationship expert. Let me y'all, y'all gotta be careful who y'all Dr. taking Diamond. advice from out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Daddy, okay. Wait, y'all don't be at the pain and sip second on dicks now, okay? I, All right. Like, like, where were her friends? Like, what was recording her? They like, were recording just, her. Who but were, it seemed like the people at the table didn't seem to like. They didn't flinch. No, they like, didn't I'm flinch. Looking, <laughs> it doesn't seem like anybody was surprised. <laughs> Because I, you know what I think because when you when you look at it, let's be honest. Like when you see that type of thing, you kind of automatically just assume like something may or may not happen. No, because because if no. I went to a pain and sit with D or AB, I'd be like, "Don't you do that!" Like if they start, <laughs> well, yes, no, no, don't no. tell me, don't I do that? You better grip me up. Don't you do that? <laughs> you need to Break my arm off. <laughs> People recording her. Like, come on. I'll be just in the back of the head. But like, even him, he, like, oh. what would make him think he should do that? Right. He, already get, he already get paid. If I'm not mistaken, it's so but, strange. Like, sir, you not scared that somebody gonna say something? That ain't he true? got he got paid and then got free head, girl. If I'm, not, I'm about to say, if, if I'm not mistaken, the the thing the thing that I saw, or if it's not the one that you said, was like. You paid. She paid all that money to go to the paint and sip. She was about to get her rocks off. She like, got an experience. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not getting her rocks off though. Uh, some people get off to giving oral, so we're not going to say that. Oh, she could have She could have. She could have been giving her rocks off. Akeem, what's that's up? a conversation <laughs> boy. Grabbed into that man. Uh, <laughs> she was not getting off. <laughs> She showed it. She showed in. Um, she stop. didn't stop. <laughs> she, how you stopping? He had a grip on the back of her head. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. Push. I didn't know. She could have beat that dick. She could have beat that dick. I'm gonna move you guys along. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on to our random side note. If she wanted, let's go over to the random side note of the week. I Oh my goodness. That that. that she could have beat that dick. <laughs> if she wanted, she would have beat it. <laughs> oh my god! 
right, clearly she wanted it, but I felt like Akeem was going a little far saying that, okay, she she could she get her rocks off. No, nah, she getting his off. I mean, <laughs> in Akeem's in offense, some people do get off. I'm not saying people don't get off, but like you in a crowd full of people. Like you not orgasm from giving him head in a public place. I'm oh sorry. no, but that, people got only fans of do of having sex in public, and that's what they get their rocks off to. So I don't know. And, and we'll okay, know what her so hands I were. Understand the female orgasm as well as someone who understands a female orgasm. No, but we're not talking about an orgasm. We're talking about just mentality of her mind. She might be uh, have an oral fixation. Mm. All right, okay. random side note of the week. I don't, I don't agree because I don't understand what getting rocks off means, and to me, that means you are um, orgasm. But getting oh, something. Oh, hold on! Another side note: Kylie and Travis had their baby. Oh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't specify; just their second child. What is it? What is it? Thought they were giving gender. You never know. Okay. So the random side note of the week (laughs) comes from an interesting conversation I had with my dad. So my dad is back to giving us random side notes. So y'all know this is going to be kind of juicy. But the question starts off as beyond a significant other treating you right and respecting you. Let's just call that the bare minimum. People want three things out of a partner. Sex. <laughs> this is <a> <laughs> Say it again. Sex. Okay. <laughs> that ain't what it's three. That ain't what it's saying. That's not I'll, what you said. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say it because I'm the vulgar one here. Uh, good dick or good cat? Good pussy. It ain't good cat. <laughs> <laughs> good looks and money. In life, you can't always have all three. You'll be good if you could just get at least two. If you have, if you had to pick one or two of the three, what are you picking and why? I'll go first because uh, I, I got some clarifying stuff I need. Like when we say good looks, like are we, mean, are we at least mean like average? Meaning that you're attracted to someone. Like you have, because he said attraction... Attraction is different from sex because you he said ugly people can have good sex. I just want to make sure, like, when we say this, we not like envisioning like somebody that we just be like, oh no, never that, but this is good, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm just just making sure we're not bypassing that. Okay, so I would say if I had to choose just one, one or two, I would choose. Probably. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say good looks first. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say that first because I can pleasure myself. Um, uh, but uh, after that, good looks, and then after that, good sex. Mm. Hmm. If I had to choose two out of that list, out of those three that we were given, mm-hmm. if I had to choose two, I would do uh, good sex and money. Mm. Looks change over time, so you know. <laughs> this is hard. you can age. You can age, you can age like you can age like wine, baby. Okay, but you can age and look like <laughs> <laughs> some people peak in high school. Yes. But don't you still want to be? 
attracted to this person? Like, how could you even want to sleep with them if you're not attracted to them? Uh, how could you even want to be with them to spend money if you're well, not attracted to them? So, <laughs> so I, I define attraction differently than good looks, too. So that's why I didn't go with good looks out of the list that I was given, because I... I'm not a totally attracted to looks. I'm. You got to give me some other stuff in there. So this one's hard. I got to be able to look at you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I had to go. With what I went with. I got to be able to look at you in your face. Like that's really what I was going with. I can make my own money. So that's what, yeah. Okay. You can make your own money, but are you taking care of someone? See, this is hard. Right. Right. It was harder than I expected too, because I hard. thought out it was about to be an easy question. A easy uh-huh. answer. And then I thought about it. I was like, dang, wait, this is this is really hard. Like, what do you choose? Like, what is the, the what is <laughs> Oh, I don't I, y'all, I don't know. So I am choosing <laughs> attraction slash looks. And money. So good sex don't matter. Good sex does matter, but as Akeem said, I do a wonderful job. <laughs> you could you could you could be ugly and have good sex though. But I know but to be attractive. But we're, the like, hard part is we can't really we can't really define ugly right now. It's really subjective. Like, you know, if you were something like they might not be like they are 100%. unattractive, Akeem. Like if we saw a picture of them, everybody would all agree they are. They are not. Oh, I mean, long long they look like no meth addict, like coming down the street. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs> <laughs> even if you didn't go off of looks, and you were talking about being attracted to people in other ways, like even an ugly personality, like yes, exactly, exactly. That's, that's why I said good sex and money because. It doesn't matter what they look like or what, or what their personality like. They just, <laughs> I mean, you can put a paper I bag mean, over their personality. Uh, Nikki, Nikki, what you got? You can put a paper bag over their head. I need some good sex. Personality. We can allow personality for sex. To be around them, to be with them, if they drop like they just dry, they like a bag of rocks. That's their personality. That's but they personality, they personality might open up when they get when they in, when they having sex. Open up, it y'all making up other rules to the question. <laughs> the question was good sex, good looks, and money. Yeah. So we can't we can't we can't factor in the other variables. So without the other variables factored in, good the look. other variable was that at the bare minimum they are respectful and they are treating, treating you right. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. See, they they could be ugly on the outside, but good personality, good on the inside. So give me sex and money. <laughs> no, she said treat you right and respectful. That is all she said. <laughs> yeah, it didn't say he had a, he or she had a good personality. <laughs> said treat oh, well, you right. I, well, they treat me right. Yeah. Well, they yeah, treat you right. Me, just give me oh. the dick and some money. Make it oh. rain on me. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to get a moral of the story on this one. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is we all have our own personal preferences. And 
sometimes we have to make sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we I like I like that word, the sacrifices. <laughs> sacrifices. The, like the, the, the bag over the head is a sacrifice. I can help you out here. Love is a compromise. We ain't saying nothing about love. relationships are compromised and sometimes you have to rethink all of the things that are on your list and what are the core things that are acceptable to you in a partner is what I got from the conversation. At least have all your teeth. <laughs> side, side ones Somebody may be gummy and they work for you. Uh, oh, no. See, I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine like letting somebody with no teeth do that. Like that's just... <laughs> eventually, eventually, what if you what if you are 60 years old and somebody didn't take care of their teeth and now they don't have what you gonna do divorce put your put your dentures in put your dentures in before you go to Columbia baby right on the Columbia put your dentures in and give me (laughs) some Well, you two can submit your random side note of the week. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. That's at RND Side Note. We drop new episodes every Tuesday on every major podcast platform, including iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, and Apple, Apple Music. Spotify, you just got saved. <laughs> By deleting some of them Joe Rogan podcasts. You can also listen to us, listen to us in the web browser at random-sidenote.captivate.fm. This has been a fun conversation, guys. Like we we talked about a lot of hot topics in this hour and some change. Hopefully, this week social media doesn't blow up like it did last week. But um, we about to be out. Um, we hope y'all have a what, what was that? I said we probably have to talk about Kimmy again because I said I think they're still going at it. That saga gonna continue over and over again. Bad. I think it's a I think it's a, a promo for his album, but you know, but we, for their new show or their new show, you know, something like that. But we hope Everybody y'all have can mute them on social media. I wish we could. <laughs> you can. We we should start a hashtag mute Kanye and Kim. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna work. We, they try to cancel his music, and they be like, I can separate the music from the band. Oh. oh, here we go. We're not gonna get on that conversation, but y'all have a blessed. <laughs> And prosperous <laughs> week. Whatever you put your mind to, please accomplish it. Um, this is Dre with the Rando Gang. We are out. When we started giving positive quotes at the end. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Look, we have a question I at mean, the beginning it's and a quote at the like end. Affirm the people. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 boy, look, and boy, when I tell you a random side note is involving, boy, ooh. Kanye did, so let's do it too, but we're going to evolve in the right direction. But we're out. (laughs) See y'all. Bye. Gang, gang. (laughs) Welcome to Random Side Note.